เนี่ยเนี่ยเนี่ยเนี่ยเนี่ยเนี่ย7:49 a.m. Saturday, August the 18th, 2018. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. I didn't even know this was on yet. Oh, oh, gee, catch up, girl. <laughs> it's. The... I was just trying to get the hair out of my mouth. Oh, it's <laughs> I had a hair in my eight, mouth. 8:18:18. We should have waited until 8:18 to start the show. It would have been 8:18 on 8:18:18. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. But it is. I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm gonna take me a sip. Bit of Diane. That was a weird start. <laughs> it was a weird start. Maybe we should do it again. No. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I. I just wasn't prepared. You weren't prepared. I didn't bring my homework to school. Or I know. It's like my dog ate my homework. Well, we had to hurry because we have a doctor's appointment later, and you know. Yeah. That's cool that we have doctor's appointments on like Saturdays. I know. Wow. We must be special. Or we must be very sick. <laughs> no, we're not very we're sick. We're not very sick? Oh, good. We must be special. It's been a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine, as per usual. <laughs> Over to you, Chet. <laughs> Let's see. Well, you're the one with all the activities. Well, yeah, just work. Nobody wants to hear about work all the time. Everybody's fascinated by work. Everybody um, does it. Everybody seems to do it. There must be something interesting about it. Well, I just, when I lit the paper this morning in the fireplace, the reason why I was lighting, I, you know, I burned some confidential material because I'm a spy. Because she doesn't want me to know about it. <laughs> it's all her secret orders from the, the, the clandestine services. You know, like credit card yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff and all that. But when I lit the paper, I and was... You lit the paper. I was thinking about the scent of that, you know, how enjoyable the scent of... Matches? Yeah, matches and... Well, these are familiar smells. Yeah. You certainly have known the smell. It's just like this poof of enjoyment came from <laughs> from just smelling that. And, and I was thinking, wow, it makes me think about bonfires at the beach and... Oh, yeah. I think you know? we should change the name of the show from the Bill and Diane show to Poof of Enjoyment. <laughs> Don't you? Okay, go ahead. Bonfires at the beach. You know, I remember the smell. I mean, when you, when you burn driftwood, it smells different than when you burn regular wood. Yeah, but you always have to light the paper to light yeah. the bonfire, too. Right. But... It made me think just in that moment about the how scents are so important to us. I, of course, you know, Proust wrote about that. I, that's how he started remembering things is because of the smell. The smells, and and I was thinking they they really are scents that just pow they get you someplace else. Yeah, they slap you upside the head. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. What other? Fragrances. I remember I always liked the smell when my dad was pumping gas. People I talk did about too. people talk about they don't like the smell of gasoline, but I always liked it. I did too because well, my dad worked for a gas station, so oh, well, I yeah. it's in your blood. Then. Yeah, it's in my blood. Petroleum no. in your blood. No, but I mean petroleum it, derivatives. I sort of 
associated it with my dad, so I didn't find it, it to be an unappealing scent. Yeah. I remember, uh, what was that suntan lotion that they used to have? Sea and Ski or something sea like that? Sea and Ski, yeah. Uh, that is a real yeah. evocative scent for me when I smell it because... Coppertone and CNC, yeah. that distinctive odors. So it's just, I don't know. When I lit, the, lit that paper this morning, I just really had a poof of enjoyment. You know, it's just like a little poof. Welcome to Poof of Enjoyment. <laughs> I'm the <Lily. laughs> <laughs> Well, that was but, your poof of enjoyment. The rest of this <laughs> show is bound to be. Well, I just feel like, <clears throat> for me, when there's something that happens during the day that is, I mean, you have little poofs of enjoyment all day long, and if you don't ever talk about them or appreciate them, then they kind of go away. It's true. I think about times where I see the sun. Well, like last night when the sun <clears throat> hit the. Oh yeah, the sun was reflecting off of our oscillating fan in the living room and there's a, like a chrome top on this is one of those tower fans you know that oscillate and the sun was hitting this this kind of uh chrome uh like top of it and creating this ring of like laser fire that completely encircled the living room and then there was this little uh exotic looking splash of reflection up on the wall too and all this was oscillating around so everything was in motion it would go one way and then it would move back the other way and the and the little thing looked like a like an exotic bird yeah i was saying it looks uh, after bill told me it looked like an exotic bird i said it looks like an ostrich with a one whole of bunch those, of one of those exotic birds with a real skinny head but with big plumage right around framing its face so they had these little spiky uh, feathers around its face. That's a poof of enjoyment. It was a poof of enjoyment. I get a lot of uh, enjoyment from what light does to different places, you know. Right, the... but that's not really a smell. No, I was saying anything yeah, in the Yeah, we're talking about day. poofs of enjoyment that not aren't necessarily olfactory in uh, uh, right. nature. I was just saying. But I wanted to talk about bacon and and breakfast smells wafting up the stairs. Oh, yeah. The smell of when the coffee got put on in the morning, you could smell the the coffee from the percolator and the smell of somebody, like, frying up some bacon or sausage or something like that. It's good stuff. But those are kind of cliche poofs of enjoyment. We need to find the more obscure poofs, Diane, of enjoyment. (laughs) <laughs> well, I thought the oscillating fan. Well, the oscillating fan was is a, pretty obscure. That was obscure, but it was just strange because it was going all the way around the room. It seemed like it was. Why would it go all the way around? It was only reflecting off one spot. So I was trying to maybe because the spot it was reflecting off of was curved. Yeah, well, it's curved and slanted. Yeah. But, I don't know. but there are poofs of enjoyment from. <laughs> Audible things too, like oh, yeah. for me, the sound of pages in a book turning, oh, yeah. that just thrills me. Yeah. When when somebody even opens a book on television and they're trying to find something and you hear their their finger tracing down the uh, the page, yeah. it 
makes me thrilled for some reason. I, I have this little inner thrill going on. Well, I have that with the sound of a typewriter. Yeah, I love the sound of a typewriter. The sound of too. typewriter is also a poop of enjoyment. We were watching a, a, a documentary last evening about David McCullough. I really like David McCullough as a person and as a television host. I don't think I've ever read any of his books. I don't but think he, I ever saw him as a television host, but oh, now yeah. I really want to see those Smithsonian. On, yeah, Smithsonian World and American Experience. Yeah. Like, just like the, kind of like the Alistair Cook of those things. Yeah. He did that for years. And he He's a very wrote, amiable gentleman. And won two Pulitzer Prizes. There aren't too many people that have won two Pulitzer Prizes. Makes yeah. me want to read his books and makes me want to... Yeah. see those shows plus he had this little shed out in his yard on Martha's Vineyard where he did all his work and he you know it's just a little like 10 by 12 uh, little little tiny house that was his office his writing room with no telephone or any kind of electronics just a typewriter he wrote all of his books on the same typewriter that he bought second hand uh, in 1965 you saw him on California Typewriter. When right. If you haven't the seen documentary. the documentary California Typewriter, if you've got any kind of, if the idea of a typewriter gives you any kind of a poof of enjoyment, then the, the documentary California Typewriter would be a, a, a big poof. A large, like, you know, it would be like a, a gale force wind of enjoyment. It would be like a <laughs> small hurricane of enjoyment, a little, a little, a little cyclone of enjoyment. <laughs> I think, because I really thought that was a well-done movie. Oh, me too. Yeah. Well, and also, I don't know, I think that poofs of enjoyment have so much of connecting you to a childhood love. And you, when you're a child, everything seems magical. And everything is new. So it's so exciting to have things happening. And, and so it takes you back to the source of your excitement before you got all blasé about it all. And I don't ever want to get all blasé. Well, I mean, you, I don't I'm not a very blasé kind of person. No, but I mean, you can't help getting blasé, but it's nice that you have, because a poof of enjoyment is like a reawakening of a, of a sense of, uh, the little things that bring you joy in your life. It's like a reminder of that. It takes you back to that. It lifts you out of your blasé uh, life and puts you back in a place where things like that can be. I was sitting at my writing table the other day and I watched crows from my, through the window of my room. And a crow came and landed, tried to land, there's a, the, the, Air conditioner hose is sticking out. Oh, the right. A crow came and tried to land on that air conditioner hose like four times. I mean, so it's like two feet from my feet. Yeah. Because you know, it's right on the outside of the window. And I, I could not see it. I would see it fly in, and then I would hear the sound of it trying to gain purchase on the on the thing. Oh, my gosh. And then it would, then it flo- I'd see it fly off again. And then it would, a couple minutes later, it came back, and it was trying to gain purchase on this thing. And it was, I was like, that was just the strangest thing, but it was a poof of enjoyment. I had a poof of enjoyment when you said gain purchase. <laughs> Pardon me, I'm going to have another drink of coffee. You <laughs> boy. I did. That's good coffee. That's I it. love it when people use wonderful words <laughs> to describe something. Gain purchase? <laughs> yes.
<laughs> well, I still remember when we first got together. Um, I sense a poof of enjoyment coming on. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't spill your tea. Uh, it's, it's low enough in the cup right now. When we got together for the first time, when you came over to Seattle to visit me, uh-huh. I mean, we got together romantically for the first uh-huh. time. And we walked over to the park, uh, this little park that's right around the corner from yeah. us, Echo Lake Park. Right. And we were, uh, I just remember it because I thought it was so wonderful. I was, you were using terms that I had used that nobody else ever uses. Like, <laughs> I can't remember what they were now, but I remember it's along the line of gain purchase or, you know, some esoteric word that nobody else uses nowadays except people who enjoy the literary and I just was so thrilled that you were using words like that and and that I didn't have to explain myself when I was you know using words that I use so yeah that was a good trip that was that a, was a, a pleasant visit it's like coming home. Who would have thunk it? Our whole relationship is a poof of enjoyment. For <laughs> 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 you know, couple of couple of semi geezers to you know hook up as they say. I that is that's not a poof. <laughs> that's of enjoyment. not hook that's up. Doesn't not, really work for you. No, that one goes down to the trash can yeah, for okay. me. Right. I don't know why that actually irritates me that term yeah because i feel like what hook up really well you wrote a poem about when you first walked in to the door i don't write poems yes you do (laughs) about uh, the arabian night wonder room and and everything the moon is you was the name of the poem I remember that thing. I don't know if it was a poem, but it was a thing. <laughs> you should read it. No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Poofs of enjoyment. Um, well, I just feel like throughout our day, we have all sorts of things happen. Things that make us irritable or... You know, you just feel like it's rubbing against you the wrong way. And, and then all these things that are really enjoyable. And and all these things are going by so fast. Just little seconds, moments going on in your life. And, and we always notice the majority of what is going on. Like if you're having a bad day at work where you're, there you have a lot of irritability, uh-huh. then you're thinking, I was feeling irritable today most of the day, you know. <laughs> but, but I have enjoyment in my job. I'm doing my job well or, or just being with the people that I'm around, the environment I'm around. And, and uh, I just feel like oh, this is all your life that's passing around you all the time and um it's a, a series of of moments that encapsulate different things 
and you're noticing things and <coughs> like you'll be on the same drive every I have the same drive every single day and I will suddenly notice something that I've never noticed in hundreds of rides I'll say has that always been there <laughs> I've asked you might, that sometimes. And it might be the way that the light is hitting it, or the fact yeah. that, because you know, light changes at different times of the year, so you yeah. may be covering the same ground, but it doesn't look the same. Oh, and man, talking about poofs of enjoyment, when the light in the September time, that golden light, Cat mm -hmm. says that she and a friend who lived in Chicago called the gloaming because of the, and they say, the gloaming, the gloaming. I just feel like, isn't that. the gloaming like twilight, though? Yeah, I've always thought that it was more of a twilight, but maybe it's that time when the the light just hits in that magical golden hour. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but it could be that could be different for different people. It's there true. There may be people that like the springtime or the that that white summer light that you and I don't like at all. Other people might think that's great. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I think of this one particular time when I was here in the Northwest. It was my first quarter at PLU, and for me, getting back to the Northwest meant so much. I, my family was from Oregon. We had to move down to California when I was young. I never felt placed in California. I always felt like I was not at home. And I was speaking about the white light of summer, whatever the. The light down there, the vegetation, nothing seemed, I felt misplaced. And so my brother was going to college at PLU, and I decided to follow him because of a day that I came to the university and everything was so remarkably, miraculously beautiful. The green of the lawns and the mossiness of the lawns up here in the rhododendrons were out because it was spring and the blue skies and puffy clouds and I thought oh my god I've got to come back to the northwest so because we had been visiting um, during vacations all my all my life so I always loved Oregon but then when I got up to Washington because I'd never visited Washington until uh, my brother went to college there and I thought this this is this, my place this is the place and so one day, first quarter, uh, September, they, PLU started their, uh, their quarters early. Mm -hmm. They were early September rather than uh, late because the University of Washington starts later September. But I remember sitting on that mossy green lawn. Everybody was studying outside and that light hit, that golden light. And it just was freeze-framed in my mind. I, I always can pull that up. And, and that's the thing about poofs of enjoyment. You can bring them back, too. It's almost like you're storing these little, um, little baubles that you can just pull up and, and re-enjoy at any time you want. Yeah. I think you could be in some pretty gruesome situation and, and have your memories that you could just pull up into your, into your head. To if you've had, if you've had a lot of wonderful scenes presented to you throughout your life. Well, there you go. Poofs of enjoyment. Not a bad topic. 
So everybody should think about all their poofs of enjoyment and celebrate the poofs. Because in the, in the final analysis, it's all the little things accumulating around us that make our life great. You know. Oh, and one thing that I would oh. really recommend is what? if you could, if you really love somebody and you hug them and they make you laugh, that is a really wonderful feeling to have your diaphragm. To be diaphragms. pressed up against something, buddy, and be both be laughing. Yeah, that is a good. Like when we did that yeah. just earlier, and I was just saying, that is one of the most remarkable feelings to to laugh against somebody else's body, and they're laughing, and your diaphragms are bouncing up and down on each other. What a great feeling that is! <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're, you know, in great shape like we are. We're not horrible shape. No, no, I'm just, yeah. Yeah. We're just old. Yeah. But we, we, you know, we we uh, exercise our our diaphragms. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Alrighty. Of course, you've got to have someone like Bill that makes you laugh hey, all the time. Anyway. Hey, 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 whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No music today. Just poofs of enjoyment. <laughs> On my morning walks, I look for the moon so I can talk freely with you. I don't know if you feel me in those moments, speaking through this portal in the sky, but I sure feel you. This morning, okay, and yesterday morning too, we've been reliving that first embrace and series of kisses in your entryway, in our entryway, in the glow of the Arabian Nights Wonder Room, when I knew in every fiber and fold organ and bone, every spoke in the cosmic wheel that we were meant to embrace forever. I knew in an instant that I was stronger than I'd ever been, and that you were too. I knew that every notion of magic I'd ever sensed passing near me in this life had been nothing more than a single swipe of the hand across the fogged-over window into the miles-wide cathedral of the spheres. I knew immediately that every love song, poem, note of longing, every blind dash or dervish-like swirl of uncontrollable words meant to spiral me into ecstasy had been written for you. When our bodies met, my search was over. Something had begun which now moves outward from us in every direction, and a phrase like no limits extends beyond any visible horizon to the geographies of the life that comes after this one. Home doesn't say it well enough. Love is too small a word to encompass it all. But the moon, my love, my home, knows the vocabulary I'm looking for as I sit here in a glowing pool of joy tears. The moon knows. And the moon is you. <laughs> <laughs>